Welcome back to the Learning to Sit Still podcast. I want to thank you for listening and this is your first time joining me. Welcome. I am so glad you could be here today. Be sure to hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode. And if you have an extra moment, would you consider leaving a review? It only takes a second and helps others find this podcast or you can share this episode on your social media platforms. If you're looking for some good resources for deepening your faith, just visit sitstillmydaughter.com to see what is available for you. I also have a link in the show notes that allows you to donate to this ministry. Your support helps us in continuing to encourage the hearts of women with the truth of God's word. I am very excited for tomorrow, which is our Zoom class meeting. Yes, we've been talking about that for the last month. There is still time to register for the event, and I hope you can join us at 7 p.m. Eastern time. It will be wonderful to see each of you and just spend time in God's word, learning what it means to become a woman of the word. So go ahead and reserve your spot for tomorrow, and I will see you then. Now, I have to admit that exercise is not my strong suit, and I may or may not have been known to repeat that joke. Exercise? I thought you said extra fries. Yes, exercise is not something that excites everyone, but it is a necessary part. Paul said that bodily exercise profits little, but it still is profitable. As someone who works from home, I tend to sit a lot, and it takes effort for me to use the machine I have. Any exercise takes work, but once I am done, I do feel better. As I studied Galatians, I couldn't help but notice the phrase, walk in the spirit. Listen to verse 16. This I say then, walk in the spirit, and he shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Notice that when we walk in the spirit, we are promised a result. Just like when I finish my walk, I have gained a result, whether that is blood pumping or burning a few calories. When we walk in the spirit, we will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. The word walk has an interesting meaning to live, to follow as a companion, be occupied with, to regulate one's life and conduct one's life. I was amazed by these definitions and I wanted to talk about them today. The first is to live. What does it mean to live in the spirit? It means we are trying to think as he does, to behave in such a manner that reflects him. Someone said that you will know when someone is walking in the spirit because they will look like Jesus. Wow. Let the impact of that statement sink in. Our life should be lived in such a way that reflects Christ to the world. It is our day-to-day living. That means that our responses are to be in the spirit, not the flesh. Our words are to be guided by his standards, not ours. Our choices are to be based on his leading, not our impulses or what is right in our eyes. Isn't that what our life was intended to be? Absolutely. And it is done when we walk in the spirit. Next, we are to follow as a companion. I found this one intriguing. Proverbs tells us in chapter 13, verse 20, he that walketh with wise men shall be wise, but a companion of fools will be destroyed. Our choice of companions will influence our behavior. They are the ones we decide to be with and to do activities with. A companion is someone who accompanies us, whether we go on an errand or a fun outing. 
We pick people who we enjoy being with and who we feel comfortable with and want to be like. If we choose the world, it won't be long before their impact makes itself known. A wise person understands the importance of selecting the right companion and will choose to make the spirit their companion so that he can have an influence on them. When we are following the spirit as a companion, our lives will change and our decisions will not be based on what we think is best, but by what the Bible says. Walking in the spirit means making him our companion, which in turn will influence our character and our conduct. I want to be a wise person who desires to have the Holy Spirit be my companion and helps me stay on the right path. Another part of this definition is to be occupied with, and we know that involves the mind. And this is a very convicting definition because it calls out our thoughts. What occupies my mind throughout the day? Remember that what we think about tends to make itself known. Am I meditating on God's word and thinking about how I may please him? Or am I more consumed with the world's vanity? I know that this is something we may not like to hear, but it is a sobering question that I have to ask myself. Satan wants to have control over my mind. And the only way to defeat him is by filling it with God and his word to occupy it with things that matter so there is no room, no vacancy for his stuff. This takes work to shift our mind, to train it to go to the word instead of the world. Of course, this does not mean that we never think about other things like family, work situations, and fun activities, but God and his word should always have a presence in our mind. I think what Moses told Israel in Deuteronomy 6 verses 6 through 8 sums it up nicely. And these words, which I command thee this day, shall be in thine heart, and thou shalt teach them diligently unto thy children, and shalt talk of them when thou sittest in thine house, and when thou walkest by the way, and when thou liest down, and when thou risest up, thou shalt bind them for a sign upon thine hand, and they shall be as frontlets between thine eyes. In the previous verses, Moses mentioned the commandments, statutes, and judgments of the Lord. This is what he wanted them to teach their children. How? By incorporating it into every area of their life. And that is what we need to do. And the Holy Spirit wants to help by occupying our mind, by pointing our thoughts toward the word of God. But this will also require that we purposefully spend time in the word of God. Jesus told his disciples in John 14, verse 16, but the comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance whatsoever I have said unto you. This is part of what the Holy Spirit does. He will bring the word of God to mind as we need it, but we have to do our due diligence. We have to be familiar with it, which comes when we spend time in the quiet place. I truly believe this is the start for occupying our mind with the spirit. And I desire to shift my mind on the heavenly instead of the here and now. And finally, this word walk means to regulate and conduct one's life. This is what happens when we walk in the spirit. He will permeate our life and it will be seen by others in how we conduct our life how we make decisions, and how we interact with others. This is how we have the ability to accomplish what God has for us by walking 
in the spirit, the one he sent to be with us every step of the way. We were never meant to walk alone. We need the Holy Spirit in our life, but that decision is up to us. We have to choose to walk with him. We do have the freedom to go our own way, to do our own thing. But if we do, we will never reach our full potential. When we are in tune with the Holy Spirit and sensitive to his quiet voice, remember he never yells, we can be confident in each step we take that it is where God has us at that moment and that our response is as it should be. Remember that I said when we walk in the Spirit, we are promised a result. We will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. The word fulfill means perform, execute. So when we are walking in the Spirit, living, following, occupying our mind, and regulating and conducting our life under His leading, There is no room for Satan to pull us away, to execute wrong actions. We are vulnerable to temptation when we are walking in our own ways, heeding the advice of the world and letting its self-centered attitude impact our thoughts and actions. I know that it often looks appealing, especially to our flesh as they talk about putting yourself first and following your heart, but the end is empty and leads to a life that is wasted. Only when we walk in the Spirit will we have true meaning and really live our life to the fullest. This is why He was sent by God the Father. He has provided us with our own personal guide who will be with us no matter what and only desires what is best for us. That is one reason He can be grieved over our poor choices and behavior because He knows the cost. He knows that when we choose to sin, and live life according to what pleases us, we lose so much in eternity. We only have one life to prepare for the next, the one that will never end. And more than anyone else, the Holy Spirit knows that, which is why he speaks to us in that still small voice, trying to guide us to be our companion and calling us to live a life dedicated to Christ. But the choice is ours. We have to make the choice to walk with him literally in step. And when we do, we will delight his heart as well as our heavenly father and our redeemer, Jesus Christ. So what about you, my friend? Are you ready to put on your walking shoes and follow the Holy Spirit's leading in your life? I promise it is one of the best decisions you will ever make. And that one that comes with eternal benefits. And that is where we will end our episode today. Don't forget about the Zoom class tomorrow evening where we will be talking about how to dig deep into God's word and learn more about who he is and what he desires to do in our life. May we all desire to be women of the word and walking in the spirit. Mm